0: Listen up, real estate investors, entrepreneurs, and agents, you're in the right place. Unlocking the secrets to real estate investing and entrepreneurship. Welcome to the Titanium Vault, hosted by R.J. Bates III. Here's R.J. Hey, guys. Welcome to the Titanium Vault. I'm your host, R.J. Bates. For everyone out there that's listening, today's episode is called What I Learned from Snowmageddon 2021. Hopefully, if you're listening to this and you've been impacted by the severe winter weather, either be it here in Texas or anywhere in the country, you're safe and sound and you're returning to a sense of normalcy um, after the past week or so of this crazy winter weather that we've had. I wanted to make this episode today about some of the things that I just learned from the experiences that I just had from this, this crazy storm that just blew through North Texas. Actually, pretty much the entire United States, it seemed like either on the extreme West Coast, like California and, and maybe Florida, although a few areas that mainly missed this, but everywhere else got pretty crazy weather. But here in Texas, we're not really prepared for this type of weather. And it really showed some of the uh failed planning within our infrastructures of how to handle something like this. And, and a lot of us really suffered throughout it. So, real quickly, I'm just gonna give a brief breakdown for everybody. If if you know, we, we have listeners worldwide, we have people listen in, in some of the places that weren't impacted by this. So, for those of you that don't know. Um, we received anywhere between four inches to over a foot of snow um, over the past couple of days. But the main thing was the temperatures were really record lows. I mean, I've lived in, in North Texas my whole life, and I can't remember a time that we've ever had temperatures this low. I mean, we were down into like zero degrees. Some days we were getting up to like four, five, six degrees. Um, it, was, it was pretty intense. And what ended up happening was is at first it was like this joyous moment for all of us Texans, right? Snow, these cold weather, we're out, we're, we're playing in the snow, we're creating snowmen, having snowball fights with our kids and just otherwise living this, you know, joyful moment with our families and, and having a snow day. And, and then we were notified that, Hey, you really need to conserve on your power Because there's issues within the electrical power grids. And and there was going to be rolling blackouts. And so the the snow really started, you know, Sunday night and and rolling into Monday. Uh, The picture that you see on on the thumbnail, um, that was actually taken on Monday. Uh, You know, I was out just playing hockey with my my kiddo um, out in the street. And, and just enjoying the moment. And at that point in time, it was nothing more than, hey, we're just having a, a cool uh, snowstorm. And then that night at 2 a.m., that's when I lost power for the first time. Eventually, we lost um, cell service, no Internet, no power, no electricity. And then eventually we lost water as well. And we basically lost all of these human uh elements that we have in our lives that we just kind of take for granted and when they were taken away it really kind of showed who was prepared for something like this and who wasn't and and going into the storm like this is pretty well known that this was coming this wasn't a surprise I mean for the past several weeks the meteorologists were telling us the news is telling us it was all over Facebook it was all over our weather apps it's on your phone you're getting notified even receiving emails. Um, from our electric providers and from the, the city water departments, hey, prepare for this, conserve, uh, you know, plan ahead. All of these different types of warnings were given to us. And so for many of us, we prepared well in advance, right? We went to the store, we bought extra water, extra food. Uh, we prepared for the worst, what we thought was going to be the worst. But if you've never actually experienced the worst, you don't really know what to prepare for. And that's one of the lessons that, you know, I I kind of learned through all of this is that uh, I want to kind of share what I learned on a personal level. And then also using that as an analogy for for business and on on a personal level. I thought I was very well prepared for this and I ended up finding myself having to get out in the weather Um, every single day to get more supplies because as the conditions continued to worsen, uh, you know, there was fear of how are we going to, you know, heat ourselves? Um, Do we have enough water? Do we have enough food that doesn't require electricity um, and power to be cooked? Uh, Just making sure that I was able to take care of my family and, and everyone around me. And, and that was, you know, pretty scary going out for hours on end going to the stores and and finding out hey there is no water Um, the the food had been just at this point in time all purchased and and somebody else had beat me to the punch and so at that point in time I'm behind the eight ball and I'm kind of chasing the game at this point in time right and so I, I was while I was out you know it's pretty crazy conditions on the road so a lot of slow driving moments and, and I typically do some of my best thinking while I'm driving in a car. And and so it gave me some time to think about this. Luckily, Titanium Investments is okay. And, and we were not in a situation where being down for several days is critical to our business. Of course, we would have liked to have been able to continue doing business as usual here in Texas. Um, If we could, but without power, without internet, it really kind of eliminated a lot of our marketing sources. But we were still able to contract some properties uh, during the storm and stuff like that. But it did allow me to think about the infrastructure and the planning ahead in both my personal life and business. So, on the business side of things, we sometimes we take for granted certain aspects of our business, and we think that were prepared for worst case scenarios. So let's take, for example, I I do a lot of talking about wholesaling in this, but we do a lot of rental properties and, and we are a landlord. So let's talk about that, for example. That's kind of the low hanging fruit in this story, but let's talk about it for an example here. When you run numbers on purchasing a rental property, of course, you're going to allocate some kind of percentage if you're running your numbers correctly, towards capital expenditures and maintenance of the property, right? But are you really allocating those funds correctly? Are you saving up for worst case scenario for if a once in a lifetime winter storm comes along and you do have pipes break and you do have damage incurred on your properties? Are you prepared for that? Are you actually accounting for that when you receive whatever it is? Say you're Your monthly rental payment is $1,000. And if you're saying you're going to set aside 5% of that, so $50 a month for maintenance, are you truly doing that? Is that money actually going to a separate account for maintenance for your properties? Because now this once in a lifetime event has actually happened. I had a a property that uh, a pipe burst on. And and it damages incurred. I mean, we're we're going to have to replace flooring, baseboards, drywall, the pipe itself being burst, making sure that we had the systems and processes in place to actually take those phone calls, handle the tenant that's in place. All of these situations that kind of came up about, it really tested us and making sure that we were prepared for that worst case scenario. And so it took me a step further because this was actually a a relatively short period. I mean, it, it all kind of came and went within three to four days, right? Here I am recording this on Thursday and this all started on Sunday, but really the damages started on Monday. So it all kind of happened in this three day, 72 hour period. Where power was lost, water was lost, and then you know pipes started bursting and, and damage started happening throughout properties. Now, luckily for us, the majority of our properties were okay. We were prepared for that. We did the right things by making sure our tenants were you know notified. Hey, make sure you're winterized, make sure you're dripping the faucets and things like that. But we weren't actually prepared for what happens if the power. And the water is turned off. Why? Because that's never happened before. This is unprecedented. Like there's, there was just nothing to go back and say, well, what happens if this actually worst case scenario happens? And if there's anything that we've learned over 2020 and 2021 so far is that these once in a lifetime, these worst case scenarios, they can happen. Not only can they happen, they are happening. We are living through them. We we have now, in the past 12 months, gone through a worldwide pandemic where the world got shut down and life changed. Now, here in Texas, we went through a once-in-a-lifetime experience where there was no power. There was no water. Even now that our water's turned on, we're on a boil notice where we can't wash our hands. We can't. Feet, you know give water to our dogs from the faucet we have to boil it or we have to use bottled water of some sort which of course now all the stores are out of water at this point there was a point in time in the past couple of days that i was literally shoveling snow in the buckets taking the snow and putting it in the bathtubs so we could flush the toilets that's how crazy it got I made a post about it on Facebook and a couple of people up north were like, oh yeah, it's completely normal. And then I was thinking to myself, I can't believe this is normal. They later let me know, we're just joking with you. That's not normal at all. It's been crazy to think about that our planning for the worst case scenario was very light. And so I want you to stop and use this as a moment to think to yourself in your business, whether you are a house flipper, whether a landlord or even a wholesaling, is your business set up for the worst case scenario during these once in a lifetime events? Because I thought we were. And I learned very quickly that we weren't. And as soon as I learned that, that's when there was a sense of panic, a sense of, oh, no, I didn't do enough. And that's a real bad feeling to have in the moment, understanding that you're late. It's too late to do anything at that point in time. There's no going back and saying, well, let's plan ahead for what happens when the power gets turned off. Let's plan ahead for when the city decides to turn the water off because the water main broke. No, it's too late at that point in time. So on a personal side, I'm really looking at this as an opportunity to reassess some of the goals that I have. I'm gonna be honest with you, just being a control freak, I did not enjoy it very much knowing that I didn't have a say on whether or not I had electricity. So moving forward, one of my goals is, is I've always had a desire to build my own house on some land, have acreage. I'm going to build that house and we're going to have our own source of power. We're gonna have our own source of water. I want to be in control of that. That is something that I learned from this. I don't want somebody else out there to say, we're going to do rolling blackouts and you are not going to have the right to have power anymore. No, 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 I don't like that. I'm taking that away. I'm going to make sure that our house has backup generators and other means of having power having natural sources of water that we could use. So if I ever come across this again, this once-in-a-lifetime event, no, am not going to say that anymore. 2020 and 2021 has taught me that's not really the case. Anything can actually happen. Then as far as business goes, looking at the infrastructure that we have set up, the contingency plans that we have set up, where we're running numbers on properties that we want to keep, really looking at it and making sure that we're being ultra conservative with our numbers. And we're actually allocating those funds appropriately. Luckily for us, we're in a position where we're going to be able to handle the damages that were done. But had it gotten much worse, that could have put us in a really bad position. Funds that would have been allocated for something else would have had to be reallocated to take care of the damages. And I'm sure there's quite a bit of landlords. I've seen a lot of posts over social media about the damages that that have taken place on their properties. Now, I don't know what their financial position is, and, and hopefully they were conservative enough running their numbers and planning ahead for this. But I'm going to go out on a limb and say there's quite a few landlords that are in a bad position today. So for those wholesalers, now are you looking at that and saying, I could be a solution for those landlords, those landlords that might not be in a financial position right now to take care of those damages? That's an opportunity. You could be a solution. Make sure that you're always looking at this from every angle, no matter what your what your exit strategy is, whatever strategy that you're mainly focused on. But even like with rehabbing houses, luckily for us, we don't currently have any rehab projects going on here in DFW. So we didn't have to worry about this. All of our houses are either on the market sold or whatnot. And that's great. But we do have houses that are currently under contract that I did have to worry about. Like, oh my goodness, we're less than a week away from closing on this property. Are we prepared? Did we do the right things to make sure that this house is not going to have a pipe burst? Because then we're going to have to deal with interest and an insurance claim and then repairs and pushing back closing and all of these just horrible setbacks when we're right there at the finish line of what has already been this long task of rehabbing and selling a property. You don't want something like that to come on. And that's where my mind started going when I started thinking about this event that took place. Were we prepared as a rehabber? Were we prepared as a landlord? Am I prepared to solve other people's problems as a wholesaler? And then personally in my life, do I like where I sit today? The fact that someone came along and said, you don't get power, RJ. You don't get water. No. I didn't like that situation at all. And so those are some of the lessons that I learned. I'm no longer going to tell me that I'm not going to plan for the worst because what I've learned over the past 12 months is, is the worst is going to happen. And even if it doesn't, I'm going to be prepared for it. And I want each and every one of you to take that moment to sit down and really truly think about, are you prepared for those moments? Are you prepared to either excel during them, or have massive setbacks? Because that was a huge concern of mine. I'm driving around, I'm trying to find water, a source of heat, food for my family that doesn't require electricity to cook. And I'm seriously concerned about what is going to be the end result of this. Did I not take enough time to plan for this? One of the benefits of being an entrepreneur is that we're in control. We literally set out and we say, This is how I want things to happen moving forward for my business and for my life. And I thought I had done a good job of that. And I realized I just stopped too early. I didn't take it far enough. And that's the lesson right there that I want everybody to know take it a step further. Whatever it is, plan for that worst case scenario so you don't have to end up in that concerned situation that I was just in the past couple of days. Luckily, at the end of all this, my family's great. We got power back. No pipes burst in my personal home. Cassie's house is good, Cassie's in a good situation. No one's injured and there was no major financial setbacks. And so we came out of this event fairly unscathed, but I'm not going to miss out on the opportunity to learn from this and get better from this moving forward. And that's why I wanted to sit down today and share this with each and every one of you. I don't know how many people will listen to this episode because of the title, What I Learned from in 2021. Some people might look at it and live up north and say, I don't need to learn anything from that. That's silly. But could you say the same thing about COVID when it happened? Do we have any idea what's going to happen moving forward in 2021? What's the next crazy thing that could possibly happen that could severely impact your personal and your business? Think about that. Take the steps necessary to make sure you build out the infrastructure correctly. You plan for that worst case scenario and you thrive during these moments and not sit there and think I didn't do enough to plan for this moment right now because that was a scary moment to have that. All right, guys, I hope this helps you. I hope someone out there heeds this advice, takes that next step to truly prepare For that worst case scenario, what's the next once in a lifetime event happens? If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Make sure you give us a like. Hey, leave me a comment. Let me know what you think about these types of videos. I hope you're getting a lot from them. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you.